Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Sue Ann, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, Jim, the winter meetings are underway uh, in Nashville. Uh, Bob Nightingale with your newspaper says that there are some twins on the trade dead blo- uh, uh, trade block, but not a lot of action so far, according to Derek Falvey. We we talked about this last week a little bit. It's it's not quite the same tread deadline it used to be. Or not deadline, but uh, winter meetings. Winter meetings. No, it's not. It's just not as much urgency. And this is a very different feeling offseason. I mean, you have some big names out there like Otani, uh, but you don't have, I mean, no free agent has signed a multi, multi-year deal yet. And mm-hmm. usually, you know, kind of in the heyday of the Yankees spending and the Dodgers spending, those teams would try to get people locked up like right away and try to just blow out the market and, and flex their muscle and get the best player in. And that's really not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more and more, I think fewer and fewer baseball teams are willing to just bust the bank. You know, the history of signing huge free agent contracts is not great in terms of having it pay off in, term, uh, in terms of longevity and championships and all that. Now, we can also say, hey, look at the Rangers. They went and got Corey Seager, Sager and, and built around him. They won a World Series. So it's, it's not that it doesn't ever work. It's just that it's, it's, not, it's not the simple fix that I think sometimes fans wanted to believe it, it is. Uh, you have to have a lot of other good pieces for any free agent move to pay off. I just think teams are more, you know, either cheaper or more fiscally responsible, depending on which, what your view of that is. The Twins are going to an offseason where they don't know if they're going to get much TV money. Mm. Um, so the logical thing is, you know, I mean, this is a team that traded the batting champ last year and their most pop, maybe their most popular player. So they're willing to trade anybody in the right deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Nightingale highlighted four players who are all making some money, who if you could trade them for pitching, you probably would. Uh, you and I have had off-air discussions about, hey, you know, what about Louis Varlin? Mm-hmm. Could, could Louis Varlin be somebody you could trade for starting pitching? And, that, again, they would, they would trade anybody in the right deal. Uh, I have had Rocco Baldelli tell me that he thinks Louis Varlin could be a difference maker in the bullpen. Mm. Uh, I think he, he looks at it and says, if I have Duran, Varland, Brock Stewart, Thielbar, Garth Jacks, and then maybe Alcala, company, they really expect him to be a good reliever at some point in his career if he ever can stay healthy. Yeah. He he's like, then, then all you need is like your starter to give you five or six decent innings, and you can just blow people away for four innings. And I mean, that's the formula for like a 95 win season there. So, so I think they would trade anybody on this roster, especially the guys who are making money and they're close to being toward the end of their contract. But they're willing to trade anybody. Yeah, almost anybody. I, I don't see them. They, I don't. They're not going to trade Royce Lewis. Uh, they're not going to trade Carlos Correa. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to trade Byron Buxton. They're not going to trade Pablo Lopez. I mean, there are, there are people who it makes no sense to trade, but they're not afraid to trade somebody who has current value for for somebody who they think can round up that pitching staff. Yeah, Nightingale mentioned Polanco, Kyle Farmer, Max Kepler, Christian Vasquez, but those guys, it's because of their contract situation, things like that. Yeah. Now, Polanco and Kepler could bring some nice return, but for Farmer and Vasquez, they're not going to move the needle for anybody. They're just extra pieces, so they would have to be throw-ins to rid the Twins of some salary. Would that be fair to say? That's exactly right. Uh, nobody's going to trade anything of value for Vasquez at this yeah. point. Um, he could be a throw-in on a deal, that, and and I think the reason that uh, Nightingale is writing, Bobby is writing that, and the fact that the Twins probably were willing to let that leak in some way mm-hmm. is they would like people to know that yeah. uh, hey, you, if you want 
make a deal and you're willing to take Vasquez, that might uh, that might help us out, and we might be able to benefit you in a similar way. Kepler, you know, Kepler, his value isn't going to be sky high because um, you know he's had some slumps over the last few years. But they did tell me the Twins have told me that they have had trade interest uh, mm-hmm. from Kepler, mm-hmm. uh, so he does have some value. Uh, and Polanco has value because he's a middle infielder who can hit and take good at bats. Um, so anything's possible at this point. And those are the, those are the logical names throughout right now because if you know they could save the twin if they could if they could trade an ex, a relatively expensive position player for a relatively inexpensive young pitcher, and of course Pablo Lopez being the model of that kind of a move, then they would do it. Fascinating to watch the Otani market uh, this offseason, and many expect him to sign the largest contract in American professional sports history. I don't know if there's some European soccer players that maybe have signed the even larger deals, but nothing so far. But I keep hearing that he's not going to wait around. He doesn't want this to drag on, so maybe at the winter meetings with Otani. Where do you think he might go? Uh, Toronto's a possibility. Uh, Great city. Uh, very international, uh, you know, a lot of uh, heavy Asian influence in that city. Mm-hmm. Very, it's a beautiful place. Toronto's one of my favorite cities, mm-hmm. um, and it's a team that could win. Um, Atlanta, you know, it's a place where a lot of celebrities live and like it. Elton John could live anywhere in the world. He lives in Atlanta, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of athletes retired there. Uh, warm, a team that has every chance of winning a World Series next year and the next few years. Uh, great lineup. You, you know, I mean, they'd have it all. You know, So Otani could put that team over the top. Um, you know, it sounded like his visit with the Cubs went well, but then you know, he, didn't, he, he didn't stay in town and sign a deal. He went and looked elsewhere. So right. I, I don't think anybody really knows, but I think it'll be someplace that has you know, some, some international appeal like Toronto or I don't know if it, I don't know why Atlanta has international appeal, but again, a lot of people settle there, hmm. uh, so there are probably a lot of people recommending it as a place to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my and I might have a completely different answer a week from now, but that's my current answer. Right, and and I'm even hearing he is considering staying with the Angels. I mean, Artie Moreno has yep. tons of money, uh, and and I also hear that Otani is such he he's just a, a creature of habit and routine, which is a lot of professional athletes. But that he really enjoys his, he likes it in Anaheim and may stay. Yeah, and I mean, again, great international city, mm-hmm. great place to live. Uh, the atmosphere at ballpark, when that team's any good at all, it's a, it's one of my favorite. It's, it's one of my favorite ballparks to be in, and it's not a special ballpark. It's just because it's always warm. Uh, it's an easy place to get in and out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know. It just has a nice vibe to it, mm-hmm. and you know, covering the the playoffs and World Series in 2002, there it was an absolute blast uh, against Los Angeles. Uh, it's a, it, you know, it's the sh- probably about the shortest flight to uh, to to Japan you can have, other than maybe Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and he like and Mike Trout's a great guy to play with. Now the franchise has been terrible, mm-hmm. and if he but if he has any hint, and, and here's the other thing. We like to project as fans and outsiders that they want to win. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, everybody wants to win. Yep. But that's not always the top priority. You know, mm-hmm. Some people just enjoy, they want to have good teammates and a, a fun place to play. And, of course, they want to win, but it's not necessarily the dominant factor for every athlete. Yeah. 
We saw that with Eduardo Rodriguez last year when, you know, he has family things yeah. going on and he would not be traded from Detroit because he said, I have to be here for my family. So, yeah, that, that does certainly uh, go on. Uh, Vikings injury news. It looks like Jefferson's definitely a go against Vegas on Sunday. Jefferson will play, uh, should be full go, and Caleb Evans should be back in full go. Um, so they're going to be in pretty good shape. Um, will, and and what's been interesting is that I thought that after the game, O'Connell was leaning toward Jaron Hall. Then I thought the next day he was hinting that maybe Mullins could play. Really, you know, now kind of the, the smart leakage we're hearing is that they're leaning, about, leaning toward going back to Dobbs. I don't think he might not announce that until Wednesday, but I think that's probably what we might be looking at this weekend. He might need even wait. I'm, we always used to hear Mike, you know, Mike Zimmer or whoever. It's a competitive advantage not to say when we don't know for sure who our quarterback is. I guess it's possible he could wait too, couldn't he? It's possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my guess is it's going to leak out. These, uh, you know, the players will know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If somebody's going to be taking the first team snaps. My guess is if O'Connell doesn't announce it, that it will leak out by the end of day Wednesday. But. Uh, and I don't know how much of a competitive advantage it is, but, you know, I, I, I would say you're better off announcing it with great confidence on Wednesday and telling your team you're behind this guy than making it feel like some kind of a shady secret. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Sue Ann, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.